0: Hello, hello, my dear friends, all of you who listen to Diamond Effect Podcast. As always, I'm always grateful and thank you for investing your time and grow with me on this podcast every week. And today I want to do a fun episode to distill how to create results In your business that are not only consistent but predictable, where you become that CEO of your business where you know exactly how to create the income, the clients, the results you want. And it doesn't feel like throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks, or it doesn't feel like every time you sign a new client or you, you know create certain amount of money that it's a lock and you don't even know how to repeat that, right? So you don't have that confidence in, okay, I know exactly how to create certain consistent income in my business every month, every week and so on. That's where you want to be, right? You don't want to be like, hmm, I'm not sure this month it worked, but I'm not sure if the next month will work and so on. So I came up with like a fun um, comparison that I want to share with you today. And you will hopefully it will really help you understand and maybe make some adjustments in your business and the way you work and the way you market and the way you deliver your services that make it more predictable. And you become more confident in what you can create, okay? So I wanted to compare growing a business to as a professional CEO, right? Not a hobbyist, not an individual that runs a passion project on the side, but as a professional CEO and leader to being a professional scientist who you know, works on inventions or on some sort of product, medication, whatever, scientists know, who makes money out of it, right? It's professional and it's not like a hobby, like my daughter, mixing potions in the kitchen thing <laughs> and never knowing what's coming out of them. Um, so when you think about scientists, professional scientists, before they start testing and making the experiments to see, you know, how to create whatever they want to create and if their theory works, they create a theory, right? And that theory is based and founded on knowledge that they have in their domain and knowledge how to do research, right? That knowledge that they have, so the years they've studied, the skill that they acquired, even theoretical skill, but also understanding of how research works, allows them to formulate a probable theory, right? Not something totally made up, and I don't even know if that will work or I don't even know if the ingredients are right and so on because I have no idea what I'm doing. It's more of a based on what I've learned, based on my experience, based on what I know in the area of science that I specialize in. and think I create a probable theory that if I mix these ingredients in that quality, in that quantity, I'm expecting this outcome, right? So when you translate it in your business into the business world, this foundational knowledge that allows you to create a probable theory, which is a strategy in business, comes from knowing basics in marketing and the psychology of selling, some Basic financial calculations, right? Or how to deliver the service, knowing your clients and all that knowledge allows you to formulate a theory and that's strategies, right? So with my clients, what I do, whether it's in Diamond Effect Program or with, you know, one-on-one, my clients who are scaling uh, further past six figures and so on. But even in Diamond Effect program for for new service providers, for new business owners, we create a strategy that's not a mix of spaghetti that we throw on the wall and see what sticks, right? But that strategy is based on knowledge. So I teach them some foundational marketing skills and sales psychology and branding and so on. We dive deep into knowing their clients, their challenges and so on. I teach them how to communicate that. And from that, we create their overarching business strategy. So how they're going to stand out from the crowd and from that comes the intentional marketing strategy. And it's all based on their vision and mission and values and their competitive advantage, right? That comes out from an overall strategy. So when we have that, the intentional, let's just stick to marketing. When we have that intentional marketing strategy founded in some solid knowledge, then we can say, okay, in theory, we expect these results, And then they are confident in the choices that they made in that theory and they're confident that at some point those results will materialize. Just like a scientist is confident that their theory will create the results at some point, the results that they want, the outcome that they want is possible and probable and so on, okay? So once you get that, then, of course, you start your testing and implementation, but you have that belief and confidence, right? Because again, like I see too many entrepreneurs who start their business or start growing their business, but they don't have a strategy. They don't even have a marketing strategy. They're doing just Many actions that are not coordinated, that are not based on some solid foundation, but more of a let's just see, mix up things together and see what sticks, what works, or not. And the outcome of that is yes, they're getting some results but they're getting very sporadic results, some clients buy, some not, and they're doing a lot of actions, getting busy and overwhelmed rather than be focused and just do actions that truly move them forward, right? And they're missing an opportunity to become that professional business that attracts many clients, not just a a little bit, but many clients, right? Like, When you have a good foundational theory, you kind of understand the game. You know that what you created will work. It's easier to make the decisions. It's easier to stand behind the decisions, keep focused, and not take action or change the course of your action every time something doesn't work, every time your negative brain tells you you're not good enough, this is not working and so on and so forth. Okay? So now once you have that, you become you start implementing your theory, so you start mixing those ingredients and creating trying to create the outcome you want. As a you know, as a scientist, they start their testing. And quite often or almost always right i don't like like those always never type of words but almost 99.9% of the time the first and the second and the third and the fifth reiteration of their theory putting that theory into practice doesn't oh doesn't produce the results that they want so they're reiterating creating the invention that they want to create over and over and over, right? They understand that theory or strategy that they've chose will not create perfect results on the first attempt. But it doesn't matter because they know this is the game, so they keep tweaking and evaluating and changing until it works right and and that happens also with the athletes as well right like if there is an athlete or even sports team that has a strategy in their game and they put it out during the game, that strategy is not always come out the way they planned because game is dynamic. Life is dynamic. There's things we want to think about. There's things that, you know, will react differently (laughs) to what we put it out there. So understanding this is very critical because it allows us not to change the theory altogether, but just evaluate and adjust the little things one after another until we create the result we want, okay? So that understanding is critical. This is the same with you in business, Once you have a strategy that you truly believe in because it's founded on all the things I just talked about, then when you implement, you need to understand that implementation will take time and certain evaluations and reiterations in order for you to create the exact results you want. Yeah, sometimes we go out there, we put things out and the result. We create it right away, maybe the first month, but the second month not, right? Or it takes us three months to create the results we want. But if you're at it and you're not changing based of fear or disbelief, then you get to the point where that result, you can repeat it over and over and over again, reliably every month, every week, and so on, Okay. So, the second part of that implementation is also having proper containers to mix the ingredients so they don't spill, so they don't overflow, so they don't create catastrophe, right? Like in, in the, when I think scientists I always think like biology or chemistry, right? Like dangerous substances and so on, right? So... The container, I would tell you the container that I help my clients create, but that's sort of when you think about it, right? When you mix ingredients, there needs to be a container for it. You don't do it in thin air. You don't do it in, like, they just don't hold themselves magically on their own, right? So <clears throat> I will give you a couple of examples of, like, having a strategy in theory and swan. So in business and I'll talk about a container in a moment. So think about when you want to hire somebody, and I think I'll make a podcast about it, like hiring your very first help and whether it's a contractor, an employee, and so on. But and let's just say that you have you've gained certain knowledge of how to hire people and so on. And you created you created sort of a job offer that it's really based on your business strategy, your mission and vision, so you actually gained that good foundational knowledge and you go out there and start interviewing and hiring. And because you've never done it before, the first hire you ever make could be a great person, but the second it isn't. Or the first hire you you hire is not the right match for you but it doesn't mean that hiring a person to help you in your business is the wrong strategy to pick from just because the first person you hired wasn't a good match. Or another way, and that's an example from my client, they hired, they hired a person to help them, a VA, and in the beginning the relationship wasn't going well, right? And at first they thought, okay, I'm not good at hiring. This is not working. How am I ever going to grow my business if I can't hire people, but I don't want to hire people because I don't know how to do it and that doesn't work. And all that like gloom and doom scenarios <laughs> went through through their mind. But when we started working together, all we needed to do is make tweaks to this strategy and build the relationship and the communication between my client and their VA for the relationship to work out. It took very small, it took an evaluation of how things were going, tiny tweak into strengthening their relationships and trust. And now this person is a star. And my client is like making plan for them to be long-term employee and how they could grow them and how they could, you know, advance them and so on. So not giving in to doom and bloom scenario, meaning, okay, I've done something once, it didn't work, therefore it was the wrong choice from the beginning, but rather I've done it once, I know this is the right choice, it might not work the way I want, But let me see and evaluate what I can tweak, what I can add or subtract for it to work, okay? Or another client or another, you know, example, maybe for those of you who are not thinking yet about hiring people, could be, you know, my intentional marketing strategy. So here's my theory. And if I do that, it will attract my best clients to me and my theory at first this is going to take a month but as you do it and implement and let's say if you do it in that scientific way you evaluate we tweak things and so on it's going to take you three months does that mean that your theory didn't work no it doesn't. The theory works. It did produce the best clients you wanted. It just took longer. That's the name of the game. It's just normal that when in a dynamic life, things can take a bit longer. Things need a different kind of quantity or a different balance on of ingredients that we thought first would be the case, Right? So now let's talk about the container is, again, picture scientists, they're mixing their potions or their, their whatever, um, next cure for whatever, they need containers, right? And if they have the wrong containers, that can uh, pollute the potion itself or the mixture itself, right? Let's say if it's a container from plastic and the ingredient somehow can chip away from that plastic, then the ingredients from plastic will add into the original mixture and change its, how do you say, change the way it reacts, change the way it is. And that's unintentional, right? Or maybe the container is too small and it all spills and it doesn't work and so on. So in your business, the container is the way you work day to day in your business, okay? And again, there are business owners out there who don't have a container. They just work every day without a plan, go from action to action without knowing what's next. Every day is different and they're reinventing the wheel every time. Right. It's almost like having your mixture in one container one day and then second day thinking, oh, I need to do something else and trying to find another container repellent and so on. Like just imagine how much time a scientist would um, waste if they reinvented the containers and spilled and didn't believe in what they're doing, like how they're using the containers and so on every day. And that's what happens with you if you do not have some good habits and some planning habits in your day-to-day work operations, right? In the way you work in your business. So with my clients, what we do once we have this strategy and that strategy is sort of Um, divided into the actions or, you know, we know exactly what actions they will take in order to implement that strategy. Then we create a container in the form of the simple action plan for them. And I teach them some good high performance habits so Their implementation is sort of like optimized, right? It's in that perfect environment that allows them to focus and not waste a bunch of time trying to look for new containers or spill or overspill, right? For me, overspilling or like this catastrophe in the lab is in business, it's you being busy over time and feeling overwhelmed and feeling like you're not accomplishing things day after day even though you're working, right? So if you don't have a container, how you work in your business, if it's kind of changing every day, I want to invite you to think through this and see how it actually um, depletes your productivity, how it wastes your time and hinders you in growing your business okay and then before we go one last thing that's very important everything I talked about today is important but this one is super important is that with all of that that entire scientific process of building your business accepting that there is hard work to do is critical Okay, and by hard work, I actually don't mean working 24/7 and feeling exhausted because you're overworking yourself. But it's truly the hard work comes from being willing to feel negative emotions that are come with implementation of this process. They just accompany your journey to building a professional business. Because there is a lot of failure on that journey, right? I have a theory, I pause it, I implement it, it didn't work the way I wanted. So now I have to be humble enough to evaluate what didn't work i need to be compassionate to myself and not make it mean anything about me but direct my brain to know it's just the theory that doesn't work doesn't mean i'm not good enough or that my offer is not good enough and be willing to do that evaluation and try again even though you failed and if you failed again be willing to pick yourself up from it feel all again the Yeah, non-pleasant emotions that go with it, evaluate again and try again and celebrate the little results that you get and keep trying and keep scientifically approaching growing the business, right? Rather than throwing the towel and saying, I'm not good enough. I don't know what to do and so on. When you're a scientist, they don't do that. They know, okay, I have enough knowledge. I have a team that supports me, right? Now, scientists don't even work alone anymore. They work in teams because they have brain, more brain power. They have the emotional support, right? If somebody's down today, the other person is not. That's why I always say my Diamond Effect small coaching group for if you are a starting entrepreneur, if you haven't hit yet your first $50,000, $60,000 of annual income, you want to be there because you're not alone. You have all that support on top of, you know, learning the skill and gaining the knowledge and creating the strategy and so on. There's so much benefit in this group, Okay. So just accept and be willing to feel the negative emotions, accept them as part of your journey, because that's really what hard work is. It's not truly the actions you do. It's the feelings that accompany those actions in the beginning, especially if you've never done them before, right? The fear of failure, the fear of judgment, of being judged, right? Things like that. Okay, so don't limit yourself. Believe in possibilities you can create and be willing to become a pro, a professional because that will make not only your life much easier as you grow the business, but the results that will create the results that are much bigger, they are more predictable And that grows your confidence into knowing that I am a business owner who can create X amount of money every month, and I know exactly how to do it. And as you do that, that amount of money will grow. That confidence in you creating bigger and bigger amount of money will grow, and you'll be able to truly create it professionally with certainty, all right? Okay, thank you very much for listening. If you do want to join Diamond Effect Group or explore working with me, shout, send me an email, maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com or schedule a free consultation with me. I will put a link in the show notes to my calendar. Other than that, have a fantastic week and talk to you next week again. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at to See you in the next episode.